Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? It is Pedro and the beautiful Miss Tink here with another episode. I think it's episode number six of the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink podcast. So why don't you tell us what we're going to be talking about today, Tink? All right. So today we're going to be talking about the dreaded feeling of clicks at parties or clubs that we attend. (laughs) And then the really interesting, kind of dirty in a way, or maybe it's your kink, is cream pies, swallowing cum, and kissing do's and don'ts when it comes to swinging. Ah, well then. Okay. (laughs) And then, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about some poly relationships and how one would handle when things end up not working out and if you continue to search or have things happen on their own. And then, for some fun, we're going to have a BDSM session. Like, what kind of session? Like, what are we doing? (laughs) We're going to use some implements. So, I have a couple floggers here and a couple other toys that we can try. And so I get to beat your ass. You do. You really do. Outstanding. It's fall, so now you can. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still hot as balls down here, though. Um, well, this is true. This is true. But I'm not really wearing a bathing suit anymore, so. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, so the cheeks are fully covered. <laughs> cheeks are covered. That means we They're can all yours, cover sir. them in bruises. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, why don't we get into the swing of things? All right. <laughs> Okay. We need one of those sounds. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, shit. I got it. Oh, look, look at, at that. that. <laughs> All right. So tell me about clicks. Oh, well, I mean, we're very much used to clicks, especially when we were in high school. And it seems that it kind of has transferred over to these lifestyle events, whether it be the hotel takeovers or just the clubs that people can go to where they kind of feel like I guess in a way that you're alienated alienated and that uh I don't know you just don't have anybody to talk to because they're all kind of grouped together in their own little sections is it something that you've noticed well let me play devil's advocate okay is it truly being clicky or is it just you're there with people that you know or acquaintances so you just tend to gravitate towards the people you know i don't know i mean if you think about it it could go both ways really because if you were new to a party and you know you saw everybody kind of grouped together and you didn't know anybody and no one really talked to you you would kind of feel alienated wouldn't you i mean kind of um although I'm typically not the type of person to shy away from talking to new people. This is true. Um, I can start a conversation with just about anybody. So for me, I don't really see that as clicky. I think where it becomes clicky to me is if you attempt to introduce yourself and kind of get in that circle Mm -hmm. and they shut you out. Mm, Okay, so like... You say hi, and you're trying to, you know, make conversation, and then it just kind of feels like it's a struggle. Yeah, like if if you can tell they don't want you there, mm-hmm. but yet they'll talk to their little circle, mm-hmm. to me that's clicky. Okay. 
But if, if they're trying to include you in the conversation and stuff like that, then, I mean, obviously they're doing their part. Right. And it's kind of a two-way street at that point where you both, you're, you know, all of you need to uh, do your best to communicate. All right. I mean, I see, I see your point there. Um, I do think that it depends on the people, though. Um, I feel like there are definitely the cases where there are clicks. I haven't personally come across any, but I feel like it is something that is possible, especially I think at clubs, um, like more like the city type of clubs is where I would imagine it happening more. Well, I think too, and you know, this is shallow of people, but I think when you're closer to that, uh, societal norm of, you know, being a 10, Mm -hmm. the easier it is to break past those so-called clicks and kind of get involved. Whereas somebody who may not fall, you know, on that same spectrum Mm -hmm. finds it harder, you know, because either they're intimidated themselves Uh or the other people that they're wanting to talk to may not find them that attractive so therefore they don't give them that amount of time okay you know like they would for somebody like you gotcha thanks (laughs) i mean i'm just being honest here they can't see you you know right they're listening to you but i've been telling you for years that you're gorgeous and thank you everybody else that we meet says the same thing so (laughs) i mean i'm not lying to you no and i do think that 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 helps you in that area. I mean, it's hard for people to not want to talk to you when you look the way you do. I guess that makes it easy for me because I'm actually the shy one. Right. I mean, <laughs> you're, so now you're the imagine, one who's more outgoing. So now imagine if you weren't what people perceive to be, you know, up there on the, the hot scale and you didn't get to talk to people because they didn't want to associate with you because you weren't hot enough for them, you know? And I think that's where a part of this at least comes from. Oh, I mean, that would make a lot of sense. You know, I mean, and, you know, hot can be subjective. Right. So what one group thinks is hot, you know. Another may not. Another may not. But if you don't fit into their definition of hot, Mm -hmm. you're out of the club. Right. They're not going to really want to talk to you. Yeah, because they have no intentions of either wanting to be your friend or try to hook up with you. Right. I mean, it's like me trying to go into a circle of friends that are all like gym rats. You know, like they obviously go after gym rats Mm -hmm. if they all look like that. Right. And if I try and make conversation and I get the cold shoulder, then obviously that tells me I'm not what they're looking for. Right. Okay. So... That's just an example, but I think that's kind of how a lot of these uh, click posts mm-hmm. on Facebook go, because uh, if you're if you're trying to break into a crowd and you're getting resistance, right? Chances are they don't find you attractive. Well, I guess that's one way you can uh, look at it. I mean, it sucks to look at it that way, but it definitely answer your question as to you know are they being are they being really clicky or is it just that you're just not their type? Right. And I mean, to an extent that does make them clicky because they're not inclusive. Right. But at the same time, I mean, you like what you like. 
exactly. Everyone will say, well, everyone has preferences. Right. Like you can't discriminate because you have your own preference. It's not being discriminatory. Mm -hmm. It's just, well, I don't like this or I don't like that. Right. I mean, like you can still make small, small conversation, include them and whatnot. But I mean, some people, I guess, won't even want to bother with that. I mean, because I mean, to face it, a lot of the people are just looking to get laid. Right. They're there to fuck. And that's it. So why bother with small talk with someone that you're not going to get into bed later? Yeah. I mean, it sucks to say that, but it does. It really does. Like that's really shitty, but that's the way it is though. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. You know, (laughs) I don't think there really is any other way to say it because that's basically cut and dry to the chase. I mean, to the point, a lot of people like to sugarcoat things on Facebook, especially, you know, because I think it's because everybody can see it. Well, I mean, everybody can listen to us, but right. I, I don't feel like sugarcoating these issues is going to help anybody. I mean, if you feel like you're not attractive and you're not getting attention from other people, chances are they may feel that way too. I mean, it's a good possibility. It is what it is. I mean, I fall victim to it too. Like there's times where I don't feel like I fit in and the room is telling me the same, you know, like Mm -hmm. if I'm not getting a warm reception from anybody, Mm -hmm. chances are I'm not hot enough to be in there. (laughs) Mm. Well, honey, you're hot in my book. So, and that's all that matters. But, you know, I'm just trying to relate to how some of these people may be thinking you know, well, oh, nobody will talk to me. Well, nobody talks to me sometimes, too. It's not their cup of tea. Right. I mean, it is what it is. But then you go to another place, you know, and in my opinion, the same level of attractiveness of everybody that was in the other room. And in this room, I get all kinds of love, you know, so it's mm-hmm. it's everyone has their preference. Right. You know, maybe. You just have to be in the right spot at the right time. Yeah. I mean, in one room, a country boy dad bod guy, <laughs> you know, that just likes to have a good time may not be your cup of tea. But in the next room, that's Everybody's all they want. like, I want it. Yeah. Give it to me now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You know, so. So I think clicks mm-hmm. do happen, but I don't think... uh it's just because they're trying to be assholes. Just their preference of what they're into and you just maybe don't fit the bill. That and, you know, like I said, they're there with people they already know. Right. And they are probably working on trying to get them into bed. So they're not going to try to make conversation with people they don't know when they have already a foundation with a right. set, other couple or friends or. Yeah. So it's it's up to you as the new person to be persistent and you know put yourself out there don't expect people to come to you that's a good take from that i mean it's just like anything in life like if you want to go get it Mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't mean you're always gonna get it but you know at least you gotta try (laughs) so i think that kind of will leave us up into our next topic as far as when you do get to play with these people that we're making connections with, mm-hmm. what are our do's and don'ts or what we think is okay or not okay as far as, let's say, cream pies? Well, and I think uh, each situation 
probably has its its own set of rules. I mean, that's kind of the way I see it. I mean, the reason I bring that up is just because I saw it. Someone wrote something on Facebook, I think, and it was about I hope your husband's okay with it. I think it was a meme, and I was just like, hmm, that would be a big hard no for me. Right, I did see that one. Um, now, but it could be a kink, though. Right, and we all know there's people in the swing lifestyle that do not use protection, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, of course, most of them have, you know, had hysterectomies or, you know, their tubes are tied and they don't worry about getting pregnant and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's great, but... Um, I think if you're going to be doing that with just random people, that's definitely not my kink. Like, yeah, that's not my kink either. And I'm a, I'm a girl. I mean, I'm kind of glad that you're not like, yeah, let me get that. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of not my thing. Um, no, it kind of skews me out. But on the other hand, if you have long-term play partners, you know, that, uh, you basically know who they play with. Right. Cause your, your circle is small. Yeah. Um, and you know, they get tested and blah, blah, blah. And there's no risk of pregnancy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, I think if it's within your rules as a couple, I mean, I don't really see a problem with it, but then again, we're also polyamorous and you know, that eventually happens. That eventually our- happens to you know with the fluid bonding as they call it um right but i don't know it's uh in the swing world for me it's only if you have long-term play partners and everyone involved is not super active right with other people you know yeah i kind of agree with that um it's definitely like i said i mean it's not my kink it's not something that i would want to do but you know, like you said, being in like a poly relationship, that would be something that would end up happening anyhow. Right. Um, now for like in our dynamic, not necessarily for me because I only need one man. I just need the lady. So I don't have to really worry about that. But right. But you still play with guys though. I mean, right. Right. I just wouldn't do that. I would definitely be like, no, you need to pull out. So even if we had long-term like play partners you know mm-hmm. like friends with benefits mm-hmm. and you know that they don't really play with anyone else either and you didn't have to worry about pregnancy okay you wouldn't say yeah go ahead just bust your nut inside me that would have to take a long time of really bonding with that person for me to get to that point i think well, I did say long term. Well, yes, I mean, long term. I mean, we know how long it takes me to come around for things. So I think there's a potential, but I would have to like absolutely know every ins and outs of like who else they were playing with. And right. like if I felt comfortable, then there maybe is a chance. Yeah, I mean like But I think it would I would be very seldom like about it. Like if I was like in the mood for it, I'd be like, Yeah, let's do it. Um but if I wasn't in the mood, like, it wouldn't be a habit kind of thing. Kind of like how it is with me and you. Like, okay, it wouldn't be like that. So maybe, like, okay, so one time we get together and play with, say, another male. And I was feeling it. 
I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, you know, we've been, say we were playing for three years or something, and I know their circle. It's really small. I know everybody. I'm comfortable with it. I might try it. But then, say, a month or two later, we get to play again. I'm not really in the mood for it, and I'd rather like, you. Just I'd be like, no. Bust it all over my back. You know. Yeah, be like, put it all over my ass cheeks. I want to feel it drip down my butt cheeks, so, you know, something like that. Okay. So, okay, so that's the cream pie aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. What about swallowing? So, for me, that's a no. And it's a no because of then wanting to kiss my other partners. And, or may I say right now, just partner. Um, I wouldn't want to have to like you know wait until you know the next day after like a really good teeth brushing and mouth washing and all that stuff so I wouldn't want to do that and plus I'm also really weird when it comes to like I get used to one person's taste I don't want to taste somebody else okay I mean I've never tasted it so I but can't it's all comment different. on that it's all different I mean, I guess it's kind of similar to some girls are a little sweeter where like, I mean, some guys, if they're not super hydrated, they're going to be really strong. It's going to be more on that like sour tart kind of. I really hope nobody's eating right now. I really hope not either because they're probably like, oh God, I'm done. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. Probably should have had a warning at the beginning of this show. Oh uh, yeah. I totally forgot about the warning, but you know. It is an adult show. Yeah. But yeah, I I definitely would not um just for that that is just like a personal preference that Okay, so what do you say to say the other people out there that may say, Well, if your man goes down on another chick, what's the difference? You know, if he's gonna kiss you after that, what's the difference as far as you swallowing another dude's load so sometimes i'm okay with it and i'm like i'm good if you just like brush your teeth like i'm happy then um or if i know the person and like i've either played with them as well or i'm like really close friends with them or if you're playing together like if it's a threesome yeah or if, if we're playing together then i'm okay with it but if it was like a separate deal and I really didn't know the person or have any connection with them, I wouldn't really be keen on wanting to, to kiss afterwards. Which that's completely understandable. I mean, I was more going towards like us playing with another couple or something like that. Like not me playing separately. Oh. Um, I think it would kind of just depend on the situation, really. Um, I think if like... Yeah, like you came towards me with that wanting like if you wanted to like kiss me after you went down on her or something i i guess i would be okay because you like made that move but i know like in our past conversations like you had said before if i were to like swallow another guy's load then kind of would kind of kill the mood for me and you so i think in my head i'm just kind of like i'd rather not have that be killed does that make sense it does but i think the big difference is I'm not bi. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah, we should clarify. We should clarify this whole reasoning because it's like you don't want to be kissing my mouth after I just swallowed some dude's jizz. Yeah, because that's mean, fucking gross for you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, more power to the guys that do it. 
you know, but it's not my thing. Hence the brushing the teeth and the mouthwash because then it yeah. kind of deters. But for you, yeah. you are bisexual. Right. And so that's why it really only like, affects me so much if I don't know the person at right. all or have any connection with them. And what I'm getting at is if we play with another couple, mm-hmm. we only play with people that we're friends with. Right. So it's pe- someone that you know very well. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Like, does that bother you? No. In that instance, then no. Right. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> Glad we got that tink clarified. <laughs> All my different thought processes. <laughs> yes. You have to be very specific. Very. When, when you talk to tink. Otherwise, I've got a million and one thoughts in all different directions. Right. So, um, like, I completely understand, you know, like, when I date somebody separately and all that. Like, yeah. that's totally understandable. But if we're literally playing right next to each other. Yeah. You know, I, I don't see what the big deal is. Because chances are, even if she's not bisexual. Right. It wouldn't really phase me. Yeah, because chances are you've been wanting to eat her out <laughs> since you've met her, and she just won't let you yet. <laughs> she just won't let me. I haven't won her over yet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> because you get all kinds of excited, like when I play with another girl that we're friends with. Yeah, and you're all like, like let me let me give you let me tap you out so it's my turn. Crazy bitch. I mean, just a little bit, just a little. Yeah. So. um that's my stance on that. Um, I think it also gets a little like hairy with that when being poly, um, because like I mean, in the lifestyle, you do have those select people who you make those connections with, where you know you build more of that friendship and the friends with benefits kind of thing. Where there's the other part of the swinging where you're just it's like playing a, with whoever. Yeah, it's just like a one night stand. Yeah, and I think that's where things kind of. You have your your black and your white, and then there's that gray. So I am there's definitely. But for us, we're mainly in that gray all the time. Though. We we really are. We're definitely in that gray. I think there's really only been like one or two times where we were black or white. Yeah. You know. Definitely. So, I don't know. I mean, none of it really bothers me. It's just situational. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like obviously, if you do swallow another dude's load. I'm not going to want to kiss you or anything until you've brushed your teeth and, you know, mouthwash and all that. Yeah. But maybe ate something, <laughs> but that goes for any chick, not just you. Like, right. I don't want to be kissing nobody that's had a load in their mouth. <laughs> You're like, I don't want anything that's going to taste like a load yeah. or like some dude's junk. I don't want to taste it. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Okay. So, th- okay. So even if just, giving head to somebody without swallowing how does that make you feel if i were to then like kiss you later or if we were playing side by side and we like switched i mean i guess it would depend i'm just curious because you know i couldn't swallow the load or anything you're technically still gonna have a male smell if that makes sense because there's got there's a female smell we all know that you know I don't know, because we haven't really had this come up, I don't think. Or if it has happened, I was too in the moment to realize what was going on. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't I don't recall if it ever has happened, so I think that might be why I'm asking. Yeah, I mean... That way I can take notes, so I can pay attention. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I feel like 
if I'm really close with the guy, like if we're really good friends, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't bother me. But like if it was just like a one night stand type deal or like first time we met, you know, mm-hmm. a couple and we're playing, then I'd probably be like, pump the brakes. Gotcha. All right. You know, I mean, but it it's hard to tell because until you're in that moment, right? you know, when things can kind of change as you go along. Yeah. But just thinking about it right now, you know, as you sit here in leggings and a hoodie, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking no on that. Okay. All right. I don't know. Just is what it is. I mean, now, if I or you play with a chick that squirts, mm-hmm. what's protocol on that? I mean. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I've eaten a girl out that squirted all in my face and then I kissed you. But then again, it's a girl. So it doesn't really phase you on that aspect, but right, because I like vagina. <laughs> right. You're just kinda like, damn, all right. I like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean I just didn't want to leave that out because you know, we're talking about I mean that that's a good thing. Fluids. That's a good thing to bring up. I mean, it it definitely coats your face a little bit. <laughs> Or yeah. everything, depending on how much of a squirter they are. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, um, okay. Oh. How about this? Mm-hmm. So, now I know you don't do anal a whole lot. No. But let's say that you did do anal with uh-huh. a lifestyle partner. Okay. Would you let him come in your ass? Oh. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I th- I think on that one, I don't. That might also be a situational, as well. Um, and that's mainly just because like, like it wouldn't really be that big of a deal for that. But I also like if it was like early in the night or something, I wouldn't want like that to be like dripping out of my butthole. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, I haven't really ever experienced anything like that so i don't know but i mean i just figured because that's not the common hole (laughs) it's definitely not a common hole and to be honest i don't even think that would ever happen just because of the fact that i'm so like i don't mind anal play but i really only leave that for you and like my jeweled butt plugs so okay well because we've never had the discussion of you know can another guy do you in the ass i to be honest i don't think i would really want them to i mean they would really have to trust them and they would really have to take it slow right but so but again we only play with people we're really close with well yes this is this is true I, i don't know i think i for a while that would be off limits for me okay um, and even if I got to the point where I was comfortable to try it, they would, I mean, I'd probably just say pull out and just put it on my ass because you're right there. Okay. That's just how I would do it. I was just curious because, I mean. I didn't even think about that. We haven't. It's not like, you know, I think, your pussy where. Right. Where like, you know. You everybody fucks you there. Right. I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would really offer it, to be honest. <laughs> well, that's because we only know guys that are pretty big too well this is this is true because what if we ended up making good friends with someone who's like my size or smaller Ooh, 
Well, that's that. I mean, it, it could be something that I would put on the table over time. Yeah, because I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, if they've got a huge ass cock, it ain't fucking happening. You're also not getting in my vagina either. So, <laughs> well, I mean, eventually it probably could, but your ass probably not. I mean, it would take a long time for the vagina, but the ass would be an absolutely no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, you've heard it here first, folks. Nothing big in Tink's ass. No. I don't know how I should feel about that, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just know that you're the lucky bastard who gets to be in my ass. Hey, I'll take it. (laughs) The perks of being me. I mean, it still fucking hurts, but at least you can do it and I can grind my teeth going, okay, I got this. (laughs) You make it sound so bad, but you're the one who always wants it. Because eventually, like, I warm up to it, and then, like, I relax, and I get turned on a little bit more, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck this. This is great. But it's getting there, and it takes a little while. Okay. So is there any other uh, fluids involved that we need to discuss on that topic? I don't think so, because I think we kind of covered them all, because we had the coming and the vagina. We've had the swallowing of the cum, uh, squirting. Uh, a little bit of anal play and what we would do in that situation. And we already kind of went over the, the kissing because it kind of goes back and forth oh, with, uh, okay. Kissing. Yeah. What? Did I miss something? Well, yeah, we didn't talk about kissing, kissing. Oh, just plain old, kissing. just plain old kissing. Ah, okay. For me, if you don't kiss, we don't it, do anything. Right. Okay. So I find it really awkward when it comes to, so I find it really weird when there are couples that are like, oh, we don't kiss, but yet you'll fuck random other people. Because what what gets you turned on as you're getting into the mood to then fuck the person? Like, is it you just go down on them and that's what turns you on instead? Like, I, I'm not sure. Because, like, Maybe. I need to be worked up. Because if you just like, oh, I'm just going to eat your pussy... It's not really, I mean, like, eventually I'll get there, but it doesn't kickstart me to, to make it happen a lot faster than what, however long you might be down there for. Right. And for me, I just like the foreplay stuff. Right. I mean, who doesn't like foreplay? I mean, to sometimes, like, all right, I'm not going to lie. I enjoy 69, mainly because I'll just choke on your cock and then I end up coming from just that. Because apparently I'd rather not have air. <laughs> and then I'd come really fucking hard. Yeah, I mean. And then I don't need to do anything else. Like, if we don't have any vaginal penetration, okay, cool. Sometimes I still want it, though. But sometimes I'm good. Yeah. But as far as the kissing goes, mm-hmm. like, it's something that I have to be able to do. Like, I'm not right. saying, like, I'm going to kiss you all night long. But, you know. I want to be able to have that connection, I guess. I wonder if it's the, I wonder the ones that are saying, okay, we don't do kissing. I wonder if they're worried that it's going to be like an hour makeout session and they're not going to have the time to play or they're missing out on opportunities with other people. I don't really think it's that. I, I think it's people that think that kissing is for couples you know, like someone that you're actually in love with. 
See, that's kind of what like the traditional and, thinking of if fucking somebody is me, just for the person you're married with or dating. Right, but it's just fucking weird to me. It like, is really weird. That's you, like you can't have sex with somebody, and then say, "Well, you, you had their dick in every one of your holes, but you cannot put your lips on his." Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? That sounds really fucking funny when you say it out loud. Well, that's what goes through my head when somebody tells me that they don't kiss. I'm like, whew, I've seen you at parties. That's the only thing you don't do. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, yeah, that definitely is a little bit of a mind-blown concept. Um, I, I really, I don't quite understand it. And again, for me and for you, it's one of those where... Like the kissing leads up to everything else. So if you can't do that, nothing else is going to follow. Right. So if you're listening and you know us and you don't kiss, chances are we will never play. Sorry. We will. Sorry. Yeah. No. Sorry. We can be friends Mm -hmm. with no benefits. Yeah. No benefits. Sorry. I'm cutting (laughs) you off. (laughs) Oh, okay. So we got that covered. Yeah. And going into our poly segment here yes one of these days i'm gonna get like music like to go into each different segment for swing and poly and kink and all that okay and it'll be a good time but that costs money we'll get there eventually but yeah we have to make sure we you know fill in a little bit on the whole poly relationship aspect and i wanted to to talk about you know when you do finally find the relationship for that poly whether it be a triad or a quad that you're looking for a lot of people don't talk much about what happens when things fall apart um it's not something that you think about obviously because once you actually come across it you want to keep it as long as things are going smoothly obviously obviously yeah that's key um but when things just don't stay together and you know you go your separate ways like what what are your feelings on that and how do you go about you know healing and then also you know do you look for another person to fill that void and you know close everything again or do you just kind of wait for it to come along well we've done both i think done both of those scenarios where we've waited Yes. And then we've actively searched for somebody. And I feel like the actively searching one failed. Well, I mean, they've all failed <laughs> so far. Okay. Yes, technically they've all failed. But I feel like, okay, so for instance, that we were on the dating, well, you were on the dating app on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You found somebody or they found you. So technically, in a way, it was kind of like a both sides were looking. But, and then she was all about both of us, wanting to meet both of us, like ASAP and all that. But then, just like dropped off the face, the face of the earth, just gone. Oh, the one that we were supposed, that she was supposed to come to our house and then yes. like said she was on her way and then never showed up. Yeah. And then wouldn't answer our texts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we weren't really in a relationship with her, so it's, I mean, that was just trying to get a date. Yeah. Um, 
Now, the woman that we dated down here, mm-hmm. um, I don't really think there was much time needed to heal from that one because it didn't last very long. No, that and one. She I... started to pull away. Yeah. Very early on. Yeah. Um, I don't know, if, you know, what type of mental stuff she had going on, but it was definitely like a light switch where she went from one person to a totally different person. Yeah, like the person we first started dating was like, okay, this is this is great, like really enjoyable, and we got along with her, and and you know we still were getting along with her when things were starting to change, but it wasn't the person that we signed on for. No, um, and I don't mean that in a bad way because it's not like we would ever leave a person um, in, in a time of need or or anything like that. But she wasn't really in a time of need. It was more or less her mindset was not in a relationship, especially with two people. Yeah. That was a little bit much for her. And I think it was one of those, she just bit off more than she could chew. Yeah. And I mean, she did have like what? Four kids. Four kids. There was a lot going on there. Yeah. So, and I think it was just too much for her. Yeah. So like we definitely tried Mm -hmm. to be there for her and stuff, but she basically fell into like a depression and pushed us away and, there's only so much you can do except they don't let you in. Yep. And that was that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, we did have a relationship a couple years ago. That we did. That uh, kind of, in a way, stuck around the it, whole time, even after we broke up. It did. Um, it I had think, its phases. It went like, through you for a little bit afterwards, and then way later caught on with me. Yeah. And I think that one was the hardest yep to get over um especially since you know she was just here yeah in august or in she was here in june in june yeah yeah and then i saw her in august no july july okay because that's when we went back up to visit right but she was here yes we had a great three-day weekend it was like things picked up right from where we left off when we broke up. Yep. And like we never skipped a beat. <laughs> then two or three weeks later, mm-hmm. she gets engaged. Yeah. Like after telling us that there's no way she's going to marry this guy yep. that she's been seeing. Yeah. And and the fact that she always would come to you because she was always pissed off and mad at the situation of yeah. her making that decision to say she didn't want to be with us. Well, not that she didn't want to be with us, that it just wasn't the right time. Right. But now she's going to go get married. So that, that one kind of stung. I'm still, I'm, I'm a little better, but I think from July until probably the last two, three weeks. So just recent, uh, I'm getting a little better about not letting too much bother me, but Every now and then, something will just get under my skin and just make me have flashbacks, and I'll just be like, damn. The one yeah, I mean, that definitely I don't let away. it bother me, but that's the type of person I am. I don't let, you know, relationship stuff bother me. That can be good or bad, I guess. Right. Um, <clears throat> But out of all of the women that we've dated over the years, you know, that was the one that stuck with me and that meant the most to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So to lose that, I mean, like, of course, I would like to find somebody that we had 
or have that connection with that we mm-hmm. have with her. But at the same time, I don't really want to go looking for it just because we don't really have the time to look for it. Right. And if it does come along, great. But if it doesn't, I mean, we're still perfectly fine just the way we are. That's true. So, like, for us, it's not a necessity. We're, I think for some poly people, if they don't have multiple people, like, it kind of drives them insane. Yeah. I'm Like, we're definitely able to function and cope with not having a third. Um, but there is definitely those times where, like, especially for me, because I don't have a lot of friends, that it would be nice to have a girlfriend because I'd have not just a best friend with me, but I'd also have a girlfriend and be able to spend my time with them at home and go shopping together, go get our nails done, go get lunch together or whatever. Right. And I mean, it's not just for like looking for a girlfriend for the two of us. I, I just mean in general, like you having a girlfriend or boyfriend or me having a girlfriend, like I'm not searching for anything. Yeah. I'm, like if something came along, no matter what it was, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, something that I wanted, sure. But to go out there and chase it, I just don't have the energy. I was just going to say, you don't have the time or the energy for it. Yeah. I mean, now, like, I know other poly people that, you know, they could be in four different relationships. Oh, if If one drops off and they're down to three, they're like spazzing out because, oh, my God. You know, like I have to get another relationship and it's like, you need to calm down, Speedy, you know, like, <laughs> like your hands are quite full. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and I, I think for people like that, it's kind of uh, a mental thing where they've come out as poly mm-hmm. and they have to like live up to this expectation that they always have multiple people, lots and lots of people that they're dating. Those are the people that I think can kind of give Polly a bad name because it's like they're constantly out searching for more and more and more like nothing's ever good enough it seems I didn't think about it in that way but I mean I guess you could see it I mean I'm not saying that there should be a limit on how many people you can love right but there's some people that take it to the extreme and the other thing is too I mean you're a human being there's only so much that you can offer to each individual Right. And then it's not fair if, say, one person has four other people, how can that one person be giving that person all those other people enough? Because it's not like those every one of those people in that relationship get something from each other. I mean, they'll get some, but like if one dude's straight and the other one's straight. Well, but, but they don't even have to be in a relationship together. Well, this is true, but then you have, then it could be parallel or, well, then you're dealing with time restraint, you know, people's work schedules, family. I I just don't feel like people that have a ton of partners have an actual like deep connection with any of them. It's more of like, they're just occupying space. Yeah. It's almost like a, a friends with benefits, Mm -hmm. but like, that's about it. Like, I don't feel like there's nothing more. They can have you know, a super deep, meaningful connection with, you know, a ton of people Mm -hmm. because that takes time. It does. And tons and tons of communication. Yeah. And if you've got to spread it out between a bunch of people, there's not a whole lot of communicating really. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that can do it, but not many. No. I mean, I'm good with handling multiple relationships and two is my limit. 
Like, that's all I'm going to do. I can agree to that because I, I think more than that is a little bit much. Yeah, because it gives me no time to myself then. Right. And you need that. Just, I, I definitely just need to that. decompress because hell, we all know us ladies are crazy. Yeah. And, and when there's two of them, hell. <laughs> yeah. Especially I mean, when we sink. That's even more fun. Sometimes work is my favorite place to be. I mean, I don't blame you sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, as far as getting back to the topic, I know we kind of strayed there. It happens. Um, yeah, it's, I don't think there's a right or wrong way, you know, to get over a failed relationship. Yeah. I think it's whatever works for you. And as long as, you know, you've mentally and emotionally moved on and not bringing that baggage into your next relationship, then I think it's healthy no matter what way you do it. That's a good point. Make sure you're completely healed from that before you decide you're going to either allow someone in that came across your path or to start searching. Yeah, because it's not that next person's job to fix you. No, you have to fix yourself. Right. So, all right. Well, I think that covers our poly topic yes. today. Now on to the fun BDSM implement time. All right. So I'm going to have to get into position and stuff and assume uh, the position. I oh, wait, that's supposed to be me. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm probably gonna have to edit some of the shit out because you know, it's going to like take me a little bit to get over there and get everything <laughs> set up. So in the meantime, uh, Tink is going to walk you through what I'm doing and then I'm going to try and put my input in because we have three mics set up tonight. Yeah, One, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. This so was we, my idea, so hopefully. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just trying to make her happy. So we got three mics, my mic, her three, mic. Three toys. And the ass mic. Yes, the ass mic. <laughs> so I'm probably going to have to talk into the ass mic <laughs> as I'm beating Tink's ass. Yeah. So, all right. Let's get into this. All right. So... I guess our first one is going to be this very light flogger. So it's got these very long strands of leather. And it's going to be, I think, it's been a while since I've used this one and since he's used this one on me. It's more of a stingy type of sensation. So let's see. Here you go, sir. I will assume the uh, position. Yeah, you got to oh. take your pants down. Oh, he's taking my pants off. Oh, my. Okay. Okay, here we go. So, which one is this? This is the light flogger. Okay. This is the one that should be a little bit more on the stingy side. Oh, that was my lip. Oh, my. Ooh. Ow! Ooh, okay. So that one got my tushy. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Definitely a stingy one. Ooh. I mean, it feels pretty good with a nice little breeze. With a little sting at the end. Oh! Uh, okay, so you can get have a little bit of stingy with that one. Yeah. All right. So, I think our next one to break up the whole floggers is the paddle. Which, a little backstory on this paddle. <laughs> so, uh, we were at a hotel party and there was a... A gentleman who had a whole setup of all different types of implements and sexy outfits and toys. And I found this really fun toy. We can give him a shout out. That's 
VJ's hot spot. Yes. Thank you for remembering. Yes. Well, how can you forget, man? So if you're in the Northeast, uh, VJ's hot spot, he's in all of the lifestyle groups on Facebook, MeWe, uh, you name it. You can find him. Uh, he has great stuff, great service. Make sure you check him out and tell him that Pedro and Tink sent you. Yes. So we got this paddle and I regretted it way, way, way quickly, I'm going to say, uh, because I thought it was like, you know, this really cute thing and it's going to be fun because it's rubber. Yeah, no, it's studded with really thick pieces of rubber on each side. One is pointy and the other one is more of like a flat stud. So yeah, I regret this one majorly. So uh, let's see what this one sounds like and feels like. Okay, are you ready? Not really. Oh, fuck. <gasps> okay. <laughs> oh, damn. <sighs> All right, now let's use the nubby side. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, I'm bracing, sir. Oh, holy hell. Oh. Okay. Oh, one more for good measure. Okay. Oh, damn. Yep. Thanks, VJ Hotspot. God. Okay. Do you need me to rub your hiney? Maybe a little. Okay. Oh, God. And we're rubbing Tink's ass. Oh, it feels a little better. Thank you, sir. Oh, it feels like it's on fire. <laughs> It feels nice in my hand. Well, I'm glad. And today was a glute day at the gym. So, yeah, my butt's already, like, plump. Now it's going to be even more plump in spots. All right. So our last one is my favorite. It is our black and purple heavy flogger. So it leaves more of a thud, which is definitely the one that usually puts me into my little headspace, which is, for the ones who don't know, the la-la land of relaxation, basically. Now, this is going to be a little tricky trying to do this because I have limited space here, but uh, I'm going to see what I can do without knocking the microphone over. You might have to move me. <laughs> oh, ha ha. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's the spot. So it's definitely a deeper thud. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. ha. Hmm. Oh. Oh, God, yes. Oh, that was the fucking hoo-ha. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Oh, always expect the least expected. Oh, mm, oh. Mm, it definitely feels pretty good. Oh, yeah. That one, that one was a good one, sir. Oh. So hopefully you guys got to hear a good amount of what that sounds like besides my ooing and aahing. <laughs> As you can tell, the heavy flogger is my more favorite one. And just for good measure, a couple spanks. Oh, I forgot about the spanks. Oh, I lost my balance. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that right butt cheek. Oh, goodness. Okay. We should totally take some pictures and post these. Y'all gonna want to see. Ready? I guess. Mmm. Good girl. All right. Thank you, sir. Oh, 
My. I'll grab your phone. Take a couple pictures here. There quick. you go, guys. Oh, I think I, I even have some on the front of my leg. That must have been from the heavy flogger wrapping around and catching me. But it's definitely quite enjoyable. We'll have to find some more of our implements and see how they sound on this. And maybe get a better uh, area opened up so that we can really kind of get into it. Because I know he definitely was working on a very short angle. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> how you doing back there? Getting some good butt pictures. Do I have welts? I feel yeah. like I have welts. Definitely do. I do. Oh, Lord. Oh, what are you doing in the front? Oh, is there stuff in the front, too? Well, apparently, the flogger that got me in the front has left some marks. So we're going to post those. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. My butt is all kinds of raised. <laughs> that's been a hot minute since that's been like that. All right. So, may I pull my pants back up, sir? I guess. All right. Well, I mean, I can I can try to talk in the <laughs> microphone and just I'll just turn my ass towards you. Okay. And then yeah, okay, you can just touch my pussy. Thanks. <laughs> it's like my stress ball. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed that, and uh, we will see you again next week. Yes. With episode number seven. Woo, Shit, we're getting it seven done. weeks already. <sighs> I hope everybody's been enjoying it because I've definitely been loving having this little one hour session. Me too. And you're super wet, by the way. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> <sighs> He's just like over here yeah. playing with my pussy. If you make me make a mess on the floor, we're going to be having a talk, sir. You know what we should do? What? We should have a contest. Of what? We should have people send in uh, audio clips of them coming. Ooh. And then we can play them. Yeah. Like and little, judge like, them. Yeah. Like who's the best moaner? Yeah. That would be really fun. So if you would like to participate, um, you can give us a name or a fake name or stay anonymous. Yeah. But I think that'd be really cool. So if you could send us an MP3 file of you coming, uh, that would be great. And we can play it and we can take our vote. And then the following week we can have uh, our listeners vote on which one they like the most. I think I like this idea. And then I think we should have them on the show. Yes. Yeah. Yes, if you win, you get to be on the show. That would be awesome. Okay, so you can send those to our messenger on Facebook with uh, the Kitchen Sink, Ian M and Kink mm -hmm. podcast, or you can send it to our Gmail, which is the Kitchen Sink, Ian M and Kink at gmail.com. You got it, babe. Oh, <laughs> fucking mouthful. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, snap. <laughs> And on that note, we will see you next week. And that's our show. Thank you very much. Tune in next week.